combined age being probably over 100 it is actually yeah yeah it's not surprising but but this is episode one of a new venture isn't it it certainly is mate and i'm pretty excited i'm really tired but i'm trying to sound really excited i'm very Uh, excited (laughs) yeah this is episode one of a new podcast and this podcast yes this podcast can you hear the the cheers and the the roars of excitement uh this is episode one of uh play nice radio i nearly forgot the name of the podcast you did then didn't you you are told me play nice radio because if you're not playing nice why are you playing exactly that's that's my that's my motto it's generally my motto for life if you're not playing nice, why are you playing at all? Totally. So, uh, what is Play Nice Radio, Steve? Play Nice Radio. What is Play Nice Radio? It is a podcast about our love of mantic games. Yes, it is. Get in there. God damn, it is about our love of mantic games, isn't it? We're like. We're like two 12-year-olds, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Who've, who've um, just discovered... I'm not going to say what was first came into my head then. We've just <laughs> discovered... Yeah, the PC, joy. mate, PC. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. There's no reason why we can't uh, put it PG. PG-13. PG, PG, yeah. We'll have a bit of PG, yeah. So there might be the occasional swear word. But we'll try and limit it. But we're like two 12-year-olds who uh, have just discovered this wonderful hobby of wargaming. And uh, we are sort of fanboys, aren't we? We are long-term fanboys of Mantic. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you could say that when you look at the amount of Kings of War armies I've got. I've got a bit of a fanboy. <laughs> I've just realised we haven't really said who we are. Um, so who, who are you, Steve? You're Steve. I'm Steve. And you're a lazy pirate. I am a very lazy pirate. Yeah, I run the uh, Lazy Pirate Painting uh, YouTube channel from Bristol. Highly recommend. As we all know, is where all pirates come from originally. Our, our army, our ease. Um, long-term Mantic Games fanboy, but long-time war gamer in general. You got it. Uh, and I think that's all we need to say. We're not going to mm-hmm. bore people with our hobby history, are we? No. Nope. Um, I am uh, Bob Point, otherwise known as Sean Clark. Um, I don't think I've got any other secret names. Yes, you have. Billy Goat. You got it. Don't Billy Goat. goat. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, Peter Pig games and run an occasional YouTube channel called Billy Goat Wargaming. I've also got a very old YouTube channel called Bob Point Plays, but 
less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> but I am known generally as uh, as Bob. It, Bob is a, it was a nickname from way, 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 way back when I first started playing role playing games, like teenage years. That's that I just used as a, a, a sort of pseudonym on Facebook, and I can't shake it off. Mm. So I, I always I, did wonder where Bob Point came from. So I, 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 um, I will see people in real life and say, "Hi, I'm Sean. I'm known as Bob on Facebook, but I'm Sean. Mm. All right, Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you, Bob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've sort of given up, and it's very difficult to change your name on Facebook, isn't it? It is. You need your passport and all that sort of. Oh good. yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, we're here because. We've spotted a little bit of a gap in the podcasting market. Um, Frantic Gamers, excellent podcast of days of yore, mm-hmm. with Ben and Ian and the team, uh, put out some great podcasts, ran a fantastic Mantic-themed event called Franticon, which Absolutely I believe brilliant. we first met at. I think so, yeah. Played uh, played in the Dead Zone event against each other, didn't yes, we? Yes, we done really well, didn't we, in the Dead Zone? <laughs> yes. I don't think I came last, which was probably quite unusual. But uh yeah, we met there. Uh, Frantic Gamers was a, a lovely, lovely podcast with the mm-hmm. lovely Ben and Ian and and the rest of them. And then there's also Weight of Fire, obviously, and, and Andy Andy Sharp and the guys from the Altrincham Club still very active and uh, obviously there's a big day coming out coming up tomorrow, isn't there? That uh, there certainly is, yeah. Andy Sharp's going to have a sleepless night tonight as his baby is released into the world. That baby sure. being Dead Zone version three. Version three. Version three. Right. Um, but Way to Fire podcast is sort of intermittent in its uh, release schedule. Very much hope it does uh, get back on track, but uh, and uh, I devour every episode that they, they put out. But there's not really a UK centric uh, Mantic related podcast that comes out regularly at the minute, is there? No. Nope. There's, there's a couple of well, there's great ones in America, obviously, with Counter Charge. Yes, I love Counter Charge. Yeah, you've heard of Counter Charge. Oh, I certainly have. I think, yeah, I listen to every single episode. <laughs> I think they're on about episode 5082. Yeah. Like that, um, and then there's Dead Zone, the podcast, which is also very good. Um, I always find it a bit strange, Dead Zone, the podcast, rather than the Dead Zone podcast or mm. Dead Zone podcast. It's Dead Zone, the podcast. Um, and I, I was looking back through their archives, and they've been going since about 2013 when news of the original Kickstarter for Dead Zone came out. Mm-hmm. They've changed was, hosts, though, haven't they? Over they have changed hosts fairly recently, I think. Yeah, they? been recently, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, two guys, and I'm going to fail to remember the names. I do apologise. Uh, but very much wrapped up in the in the Warpath universe. So they very much enjoy Dreadball as well. Mm-hmm. Um, probably getting into Overdrive, I would imagine. Um, and then Firefight and Warpath when that comes down the line. But uh, it does what it says on the tin. So um, what what's the plan then, Steve, for Play Nice Radio? The plan. We have a plan. You never told me we had a plan. Oh, I thought I thought I told you, mate. But again, I am very tight. We do have a plan. It's going to be a monthly release schedule, isn't it? Yeah, that is the plan. To start off with. We may Probably. um do the odd um extra episode 
when something exciting happens or yeah if, there, if there's something special happens or special or we get a special guest on possibly oh gosh if only we knew anybody within the community that yeah I know. might like coming on to a podcast and talking about exciting things um but generally we're going to look at the fourth week some point in the fourth week of every month to get that would be the plan an Sorry. episode out lasting around about an hour talking uh we, we've got some sections haven't we we've got a section on panathol yep everything kings of war related anything kings of war related so that can be the kings of war uh war game might be the role-playing game might be dungeon saga vanguard no- novels books. sorry novels books novels yeah um uh figure releases yep new clash of king books oh new clash of kings oh excited oh, oh i'm so excited you can't believe it i'm <laughs> so have, looking forward to i it. have it on pre-order yep i have that Which, on pre-order and does own three on pre-order is it on next month is it king, uh, clash I, of think kings? So. I think the whole idea is, is early um november mm. but depends how the if they hit any issues so yes with the supply chain exit. that's right yeah i think it's all gone off now as far as i understand it's all gone off for print and everything like that and it's just a matter of if they have any supply chain issues so yeah cross fingers just about every podcast and youtube channel has been dipping their toe into the clash yeah, of kings so, yeah. waters haven't they so some really exciting things come in coming forward it's it's, it's it's basically the largest clash of kings they've done so every army is getting extra stuff upgrading extra units it's really exciting so it is it is very exciting um just just on that note um we have the very excellent very lovely uh, youtube channel called death by dragons by steve hildrew mr uh, hildrew mr yes. hildrew big fan of steve he's uh he's a real stalwart of the community i don't know if he's ever been called a stalwart before but i'm calling him a stalwart. i think he's been called a lot of things but probably not stalwart not stalwart <laughs> um well maybe uh i've seen a picture of him in some gold hot pants i wasn't oh pressed. that was oh. were you there oh i wasn't there mate i've I seen the picture no i, I, I had nightmares so I think if you look up the dictionary definition of stalwart, it talks about Steve Hildrew in gold hot pants. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's the Oxford English version. Okay. Rather than the Cambridge. Um, but he, he does an excellent community update uh, uh, video, usually once a week or fortnightly. Fortnightly it is now, yeah. Fortnightly, sorry. Fortnightly, um, every Friday. And he's got his own army build. So we're certainly not looking to steal any thunder from Steve. He is the expert at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll be covering the, the we're, we're covering the whole of the Mantic catalogue, right, yeah. if you wish, uh, with around uh, about half the time spent in Panithor, which mm-hmm. sometimes I wish I lived in Panithor. <laughs> I do. There are times when I think I'd like to pack my bags, get on a ship and sail. To Panithor. Which bit would I live in? Probably Basileia. Oh, I don't know about that. They're a bit. Well, what should we say? A bit. They're not as goodly as you would imagine, I think. No, I think if you scratch the surface, 
it's you know it looks gold and shiny doesn't it mm-hmm. but it's like when you bite into a one of those coin you know when you see in films where they bite yeah that's gold right, yeah. coin and it turns out to be some old rusty a neck. chocolate one <laughs> yeah. so maybe not basilate but just i tell you a quiet little fishing village a quiet little fishing village maybe that's in part of the kingdoms of men yeah you know in some some backwater near the halfling shires out the well i don't know i mean they're looking vicious little buggers they oh, are. yeah they are i suppose <laughs> judging but by their trolls <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's, there's times when I, I did wish there. Somewhere I don't wish I lived is in the Warpath universe, because that will form the other sort of half of this shiny mm-hmm. coin that we're creating uh, in the Warpath universe, where there are many games set from our beloved Dead Zone. Dead Zone is life. Hashtag. I've got that wrong, but... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, as long got... as you play the plague, that's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> Any other factioners. Yeah. Imposters. Imposters, definitely. Imposters. Uh, my beloved Star Saga, which is probably my favourite game. And in fact, I picked up something very interesting yesterday, Steve. There's going to be a little bit of rustling here. Can you hear? Like... Have you got Ooh, headphones nope. pulled off? This is professionalism in podcasting since 10 o'clock tonight. I'm going to show you this. Now, our viewers can't see this. Ooh. But it's it's labelled as Terrain Crate Game Master Starter Set. Nice. Um, for Star Saga. But just look. You <laughs> get everything you get in this. A lot of goodies in there, don't you? That is a lot of goodies. And if you go up to the Mantic HQ store, it is half price. <laughs> Because I was there at uh, the Dead Zone sort of, not launch day, but I don't know what we described it yesterday, but uh, Mantic was showing off the new Dead Zone. And the lovely Chris Evans, hi Chris, uh, was there playing his Great name. surname. It is, yes. Uh, it's not the Ginger Ninja from Virgin Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's far more refined and uh, of, of far better taste than that. Uh, he was playing uh, Ian, hashtag Dead Zone is Life, Davis, who was playing Enforcers. But more importantly, Chris had got this baby on the table. And what's this? Oh, the point? massive big Goliath. Goliath. Thingy. And I thought, hmm, I'd like a Goliath. Mm. Um, and it, I think it's available in the Terror in the Deep star saga expansion set yeah that's right yeah which is about 20 25 quid mm. but for an extra 20 pounds you get really got everything else <laughs> which is basically all the scenery from star saga it's all of the figures from the star saga base game uh plus the terror in the deep uh figures and whatever the expansion is that's got the ape in it yes yeah, that's I another, think what it's called. Yeah, it might be the devil's the devil devil's betrayal, something like that. Yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah. Yeah, but this was a European trade special. Oh, nice. That they got some extra stock of, and it should have been 
£75 and it's something like £45 now. So anybody in the Nottingham area or get down there and buy get it. Get down there and get it because it's a great deal. And I appreciate I've just been showing images of this to Steve uh, on a radio format, but uh, that is uh, one heck of a buy. So, uh, yes, the Warpath universe will be covered too. Definitely. And then in the tradition of every single other hobby podcast out there, we'll be just giving a little bit of an update on each of our own hobby uh, hobby uh, month, our month of hobby. Um, because inside a month, Steve, you can paint quite a lot, can't you? Yeah, I, I am renowned for, for doing being quite a quick painter. But then you are as well, Mike, when you, get, when, when you set your mind to it. When I set my mind to it, yes. So I do go through peaks and troughs. Um, but I have in front of me my Kings of War elf army, mm-hmm. which I've been going through a crisis of confidence over, haven't I, Steve? You certainly have, mate. Yeah, I've been having to prod you a bit when, when it comes <laughs> to getting the elf sorted. Yeah, over the last 24 hours or so, I've I've had a bit of a crisis of confidence over it. To change um, the painting style to I'm getting rid of them to I'm <laughs> going to get them back out again to I will get them finished or I'll stick to the original plan. <laughs> so basically, I've gone full circle, is what you're saying. You you certainly have, yeah. What what may be interesting, I think, Steve, in uh, perhaps in the next episode when because Clash of Kings will probably be out by then by the end of November. Do the next episode end of November. Dead Zone Three will have been out, obviously, uh, so we'll do, yeah. do a bit of talking on that. But we'll talk about the Clash of Kings book. But also, I'm going to be challenging you, Steve, to, and th- I'm dropping this on your toes. I'm you are, yeah. This is this come completely out of the blue now. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you to write me a list because I cannot write lists. Okay. For I want 2,300 points of elves. And we're going, we are going to chat and discuss and uh, break it down and analyse why that 2,300-point elf list is going to... OK, let's make a bold prediction. Let's say top half finish in Clash of Kings 2022. Wow. Top half finish. Blimey. I know. Um if there's three people that turn up, <laughs> might stand a chance. <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, it's doable. It's doable. Yeah. Do you think? I, I, I don't. Think it I, is, I, I don't win many games. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not a seasoned King of War player. I'm not a seasoned Dead Zone player. Although I love both games, I, I'm pretty appalling at these games. But. Um, no, a joke. Uh, a, t- a top half finish would be way, 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 way beyond my capabilities. But we would, I, I would like uh, for us to come up with a 2,300 point list for elves. Not a problem, my friend. Um, because I have in front of me, I have probably enough for a horde of tall spears, a horde of archers, horde of palace guard. Interestingly in light of what's coming in clash of kings 20 is it 21 or 22 22 isn't it mm-hmm. the new book uh with the change to glade stalkers that's coming uh i've got a bucket load of glade stalkers bucket load of 
plus the characters. I have Stormwind Cavalry. I have Silver Breeze Cavalry with no horses, but I'm going to rectify that. Uh, and I've, I've got the various bits of characters, but that, that's all I've got at the moment. I'm tempted mm-hmm. with a tree man. Is it a tree yeah. herder in, in the list? Yeah. Um, and Dracons. then, sorry? Dracons. Dracons, yes. Yes, I want some. Of, I, in fact, I've got some of the new Dracons in the League of Infamy box, but I will buy a regiment of those, I think, separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do I need one? Do I need two? Do I need more? That will be the question we will we will discuss. So we'll have a bit of a elf list. Yeah, it's interesting to see chat. because one of the things they have leaked already that elf archers are going back to um, range uh, four up, aren't they? Yes, five from, up, so, and, and right. dropping their defence down to threes. So four up with elite kind of makes more sense. Yeah, you don't really want get, to get your archers into combat, do you? No. Thematically. Despite the fact that El- the Mantic Elf Archers carry shields. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how they fire those bows when they've got a shield on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but, yes, you're right. That, that's interesting, isn't it? The, the, uh, the range has gone... I think they to- were... I think they, after the, the last um, uh, Clash of Kings book... Um, when they didn't do anything to the Elven Archers. Uh, the problem was with the Elven Archers, they, they dropped so much from what they were mm. that nobody was using them. So they had to do something to bring them back into. Because what do you think when you think of elves, what do you think? Oh, you think Arch- of bows, don't you? But Yeah. But I can understand you don't want to have a, an army which is like, you know, I mean, completely and utterly overpowered, though. So it's getting that it's that fine line, isn't it, between keeping them thematically right and making them playable and, and fun to play against as well as fun to, to play with. Yes, because gun lines or bow lines aren't mm. particularly interesting, are they? I do remember back in the day playing Warhammer, probably seventh edition, when we had a internal club tournament and I was playing Orcs and Goblins, which has always been my favourite faction in any fantasy game. Um, playing against a dwarven gun line mm. where after the second turn I did pick up a dustpan and brush and mm. metaphorically start sweeping my figures away. Yeah. Uh, because the dwarf just sat on the on his baseline and, and shot me off the table. Mm. Um, which wasn't good fun. So yeah, you you want the elven archers to be efficient and good and, and do what elven archers you imagine should do. But you also don't want it to become a negative play experience for the enemy. At least one thing we don't like is negative playing experiences. No, because as the title of this podcast says, we play nice or we go home. So, um, yeah, so we'll have a little bit of a Let's have a let's call it a little bit of an elf list building studio, shall we? Yeah. Um, Other podcasts do these sort of things, but uh, we're going to add our own spin on it because. I'm going to be the test piece for it because I, I know nothing about list building. I just basically buy a load of figures. And, and shall we say that the next Kings of War event that you go to, you take the elves? Yes, agreed. Um, so that's that was a brilliant segue, Steve, because uh, we also 
quite enjoying attending events you go to more than me i think but mm-hmm. um i am going to be committing to get to at least three kings of war events and three dead zone events next year but hopefully more than that one of which will be the clash of kings towards the end of the year um and the first one of 2022 first kings of war event i get to uh, i'll take the elves and see how mm-hmm. we go which may be explodicon mm. Uh, so we ought to get Tom on the podcast to talk about that, haven't we? Mm, definitely. Um, can you remember the date of that? Is it April time, something like that? It's, I think it's the 19th, is it 19th, 20th and 21st, or is it 18th, 19th and 20th of March? Of oh, March, is it? Right. March, okay. yeah. Right. Um, we will be better scripted, won't we, Steve, uh, for yeah. episode two? <laughs> well, you just got in from work and I've just got in from my gaming club. so we're... Uh, And you messaged me, didn't you, Steve, and yeah. said, oh, I'm I've home. just got in. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do it? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I've been fighting the Battle of Tewkesbury, mate. Oh, it's hard work, you know. That's the third time you fought it, mate. Good it is, mate, yeah. Yeah, so. well done. Um, so uh, we will cover events. Uh, yeah, I've already signed or... up for a couple of kings of war tournaments i've got another one coming up actually in november so i might be able to discuss on how i how i got on or how badly it went how you fared yeah so uh we will publicize events as well as uh review them having attended hopefully so both preview and review uh events across the mantic sphere um and uh, as, a, as we've mentioned, we'll get into a, a bit of our hobby. So that's the kind of brief that we're setting out for um, for this podcast. Hopefully we get one or two people listening to it, uh, because I do think there's room for a Mantic centric UK podcast um, that covers the, the range of Mantic games. Um with uh, the demise of Frantic Gamers and the uh, the ad hoc release schedule from Weight of Fire, excellent as it is. Um, so that's that's what we plan to do. Uh, we'll be far more polished and hopefully sound far more, from my point of view, sound far more awake uh, for future episodes. Um, we're going to aim for the hour mark, aren't we, roundabout, because yeah. we don't want to overstay our welcome. I guess there might be occasions when we go over um, and there may be occasions when we go under. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're, going, we're going to aim for about the, the hour mark because I think that's quite a nice sweet spot for podcasts. Um, we both appeared on podcasts previously, haven't we, Yes, uh, Steve, and uh, talked, talked about these things. And some podcasts can overstay their welcome um, and some aren't long enough, frankly, uh, because I, I do enjoy... Listening to a podcast, I know you're an enthusiastic podcast consumer. Yeah, so I listen to like probably about 10 different podcasts each week and they're all gaming related. That's that's the only thing I'm really interested in podcast wise. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, What would you say is your favourite at the moment sort of Mantic related? Would you say it's Counter Charge? Counter Charge is probably my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Like Counter Charge, um, Unplugged Radio. Yeah, another one I quite enjoy. So I was I've been listening to Direct Misfire today, which Direct Misfire, yeah, yeah, not uh, bad for some Aussies, isn't it really? So, yeah. <laughs> I've I've got a friend in Australia. I can't possibly make any such comment. 
Um, one thing is that I won't be editing this podcast, Steve. It, oh, well, <laughs> other than other than uh, putting in some bumpers uh, for music, uh, this will be an entirely unedited. unedited. That's what we like. You know, you know what my I told you saying beforehand. You know what my YouTube channel's like. I'm completely <laughs> unedited. I just slap on up and you take it. Take me as I am. Yes, exactly. Take us as we are, raw, naked, Ooh. and uh, Ooh, in naked. the buff, Ooh. so to speak. Ooh. Well, uh, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, let's say. <laughs> yeah um so uh yes i love counter charge I, I love all the mantic related if i can yeah. find a, a podcast that talks about mantic games that i really uh i get into that. I, I do listen to one or two others like um we have ways of making you talk the al murray and james holland right. one uh, a couple of other history ones but from a hobby perspective uh, and the Mantic. Mantic have got their own podcasts, actually. But again, that's a bit sporadic, isn't it? It sort of well, comes and goes. I, I think the problem is you got there. You got Mr. Berman, isn't it? You know, I mean, he just go. Oh, sometimes he just oh, just don't get his acting gear. You know. I know you're a <laughs> you're a Rob lover, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm a Rob lover. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 the. Uh, I like to think that I am the uh, the founding member. The Rob the, Berman the Rob Appreciation Berman Society. No, Appreciation Society. Appreciation Society. Yeah, I, I've got membership badge number one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, number two is waiting to be uh, handed out to whoever else wishes to come and join. I never get any badges. <laughs> uh, but no, they, I've, I, I love the uh, the output that. Uh, the stuff they put out there especially this when pat gets involved from the oh, states yeah yeah i sat uh, down i've been on holiday this week and i sat down and watched um all the clash of kings um uh videos that they put up i think it was 16 hours they had up <laughs> it's eight so, hours both days wasn't it yeah but i was at the event as well and i still and i sat down and watched um battle reports <laughs> <laughs> With, um, nuts, well, Rob was commentating as well as um, Carl, is it Pretzel Twinkie? Is that what they call him? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've no idea, Kyle. If you're listening, I do apologize. Yeah. I, uh, Pretzel Twinkie. Pr- 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 I'm not even going to try. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to try. Pretzel Twinkie will go. Absolute with. gentleman. I bumped into him when at Clash of Kings. So, yeah. Brilliant. Really nice chap. So. Yeah. It, it, I mean, uh, the master crafted YouTube channel. Oh. Fantastic. Just, uh, and the videos like, that he put up, and oh, absolutely, yeah. fa- absolutely fantastic. And I think we, in fact, I'm just going to reach up here. I know, I think you've got one of these. Um, I'm going to show me saying health I've got. Yes, I got one of those. Yes. Yes. So what I've just showed Steve is the um, ogre warlock that was produced in memory of Jesse. Jesse Cornwall, yeah. Jesse Cornwall, who uh, sadly passed away. Um, I was wearing my Jesse Cornwall Pizza Jesus T-shirt at, at Clash of Kings. Oh, mate, that's great stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I never met the guy, but no, video content no, he, on Masterclass was, he, was I mean, as I said, I never, I never met that chap. But when I start first started my Facebook page, he was one of the first people to sign up for it. And you know, I mean, he, he was always adding like nice comments and stuff like that, and giving me encouragement and stuff like that. It's such a gentleman, such a gentleman. It's a real I'm shame. Not- I'm not sure why, but that's just put a massive smile on my face. Yeah, well, there's people like that. Lumped to me. I think I think that's one of the things I love so much about the Mantic community. Like, I mean, is I mean, there's so many nice people out there. 
Yeah. I mean, it was so great. Clash of Kings was so brilliant. Just me and other people I haven't seen for, well, you know what I mean? It's been almost two years, isn't it? And some of those people I haven't had a chance to see, like, you know what I mean? Since then, it was like so great to meet up with them again. And I should have been there, but uh, sister-in-law's well, wedding, etc. It happens, mate, and it happens. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was gutted not to get there, especially if Carl was there. It would have been great to shake hands with him because uh, I've, I've loved his content. In fact, his YouTube channel was probably the first one I found when I was first looking at Kings of War all those years mm. ago and hugely influential because um, it carries the spirit, what I think of as the spirit of Mantic Games throughout yeah. every episode. Um, and certainly when Jesse passed away, the outpouring of love from the community and the stories that people were talking about um, where they might have attended their first ever event, uh, not knowing anybody there mm. and being a bit nervous and shy because war games tend to be sort of Definitely. socially awkward a little bit sometimes, yeah. don't we? Um, and, and Jesse would be the first person to go up and introduce himself and sit down and talk with whoever it was at the first event and really make them at ease. And, um, I know it's a bit odd, I, you know, I, I've never met the guy, but just that, that whole ethos of inclusion and friendship and uh, camaraderie just... It really... was just sitting down watching some of the videos they, they, they did, and you know, I mean, some of the reviews of Clash, I was literally crying with laughter. <laughs> oh, it was oh, absolutely brilliant, absolutely yeah. class. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, for the viewers, uh, sorry, the listeners, I've just shown Steve the uh, the Jesse um, tribute figure, wasn't it? The Ogre yes. Warlock, uh, which I am looking forward to getting painted up. It's not come out of the box yet, but... My wall uh, sat upstairs as well, which I will get around to painting. But I've got to finish the Night Stalkers first, mate. Get them to right. the end of these and start the new uh, Undead project. Yeah, well, um, so we've set out the... Uh, the ground rules for what to expect from this podcast um hopefully it'll be a going concern um it may last one episode it may last 101 episodes mm-hmm. but our intention is i think with the monthly release schedule we're not putting any pressure on ourselves because it's just two mates chatting isn't it and mm-hmm. hopefully getting the occasional guest on to have a chat with us as well so Definitely. uh no no frills and whistles and bells it'll just be no frills and plenty of spills probably yeah uh so i think we've we've set out where we're going let's just have a little hobby update we're around about the half hour mark i think well i've got my glasses on oh no gosh 52 minutes <laughs> well doing well for a first half... no it isn't 52 minutes is it is it 52 minutes no, it's 34 minutes. There you go. I've had to put my glasses on. Again, professionalism in podcasting. You can't beat it. Ah. You don't get this content anywhere else, Steve. You don't, mate. No. Top quality. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, let's start as we mean to go on then and round out the show with uh, a bit of a hobby update then. So you've come back from Clash of Kings fully enthused to uh, get back into painting and, and mm-hmm. modelling Kings of War again by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, but I've been doing. I had six months off of doing um, Kings of War stuff, and well, doing any twenty-eight mil. I had a fifteen mil kick, as you know yourself. Yeah, painting up a uh, multiple armies for 
<laughs> the Bloody Barons and um, AK-47. AK-47. So, uh, Very nice. Now we'll be back. Yeah, Crash of Kings, that was a real spark. So I've had either about 2,000, just over 2,000 points of Night Stalkers painted up um, for, well, well, for six months. And I had a shade sat on my desk just looking at me while I was doing all this 15 mil. This is one model on a halfway painted and I just didn't. I came back from Trash Kings and that that figure was painted that that evening on the, on the Sunday evening. That painting, that was finished. All the rest of the Night Stalkers were pulled out of their boxes and prepared and I'm now just coming to the end of the Night Stalker army and decided to take on another Kingsborough army, uh, an undead army, which if you want anybody wants to have a quick look on YouTube and, and my channel, they will see my uh, details of what's to come. The uh, I, th- I think it involves quite a few zombies, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I've always wanted to do a, um, a zombie horde army. Um, well, zombie legion army, basically. Um, I've collected over the last few couple of years um, loads of different types of zombie models. So I've got, I've got like loads of um, animals and um, farmyard animals, woodland animals, different types of zombie models. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Zombie giants, zombie cows, zombie sheep, <laughs> zombies deer, <laughs> zombie rhino, zombie, you name it. Any zombie, zombie rabbits? I got the a Wendigo. I'll do. I'll so, do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's zombie pigs. Got zombie pig. Got a zombie unicorn even. So. Wow. Loads of zombie happenings. You've killed a unicorn. Well, I didn't kill it. But and reanimated <laughs> it. That is reanimated the unicorn. So yeah. So that's it's my main. Nothing my sacred. Major project after I finished the Night Stalkers. Yeah. As I said, I just had a week off off holiday, so my my spur was to get the, all the night stalkers done so i'm just finishing off the last of them now so hopefully the undead should start sometime next week and how just just for the record how many kings of war armies have you got that are painted i think night stalkers are 17 painted all ranging between i think the smallest is probably about three thousand points up to about five thousand points quite a nice so my, my plan is to get all of them so at some point what's that about like 26 27 yeah 26 it was i think it was 24 i think there's a couple of new ones now so so yeah the halflings and salamanders no not salamanders um halflings thunder and orcs, they called. thunder orcs yeah i can't remember exactly what they're called rift forged like orcs. rift forged orcs bastard by babies so wear... i have to do I've got a massive orc army already, but I'll have to get a, a new orc army when they come out as well. So are they you, can't be... have, you can't have them crossovers. They've got to be individual armies. So. <laughs> are they going to be all in shining gold armor and like come down from the heavens? Yeah, with thunder and lightning, probably. I don't know. Storm. <laughs> Storm. Storm orcs. orcs. Stormcast orcs. Stormcast orcs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's not go there uh okay so uh my hobby um as we alluded to sh- earlier i've dug out the elves um having mo- moved on from the crisis of conscience so uh, i've got quite a bit more painted than i thought uh certainly i've got a red uh horde of tall spears horde of kindred archers 
uh, a regiment of palace guard at the moment, although I've got another regiment so I can double them up for a horde, mm-hmm. uh, and a bolt thrower and a couple of heroes painted. So that's a fair whack already, then, isn't it? So it is a fair whack. Um, the, I think the stumbling block and why I put them in a box and put them away was the Stormwind Cavalry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got two versions of the Stormwind Cavalry. Uh, I've got the very original metal, metal ones, Stormwind, yeah. where the horses have got the the caparisons, the, the mm-hmm. cloaks uh, mm-hmm. hanging off them, that are all metal. Um, and I'm not very good with metal. Uh, and then I've got the more recent probably rustic i imagine mm. certainly not plastic uh resin uh elf stormwind cavalry where the horses are just ginormous and you've got the little elf scene on top of it so uh i do love the mantic elf range i know it's a bit marmite mm. yeah i've got a sizable mantic elf army yeah, yeah I, I quite i quite like them myself but i said yeah they are very marmite they're not yeah. everybody's some of the new elves that have come in the League of Infamy box set are lovely, and if, if that's the direction that they're going, then I, I look forward to seeing some more further down the line, whether it comes out in Vanguard first and then mm. Kings of War. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, a couple of bolt throwers uh, going. But in front of me at the moment, I've got the other regiment, which will actually be preferred model count. So I think there's 14 or 15 models there. Of the palace guard, mm, they're a must. You know. Yeah, they really yeah. are. Yeah. So they'll be under the brush first, and then I'll. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and get these. Um, Which ones are you struggling with? The the, the plastic, the, the rustic ones, or the... well, bo- both really. The rustic uh, ones don't seem to align. The two halves of the horse don't. Seem yeah, to the best way to do them, you you need to um, heat treatment them put in some hot water and need to put them in hot water um have you actually glued them up no yeah no i think I, no, I, basically I what, what you do is um you boil some water get them all cleaned up boil the water drop the two sides in boiling water pull them out and then put them together and then you can like manipulate them so they spit better together and yeah. then cold water them and then as they cool i guess they must they, uh... they cool they're freezing to that position so yeah. Yeah. Obviously, be careful because you're putting it in point of order and stick around it. But that's the, that's the way. So at first, I used to just try and like stick them together and then green stuff them, and it's just like awful. Then someone showed me, I mean, literally just whack them in boiling water. They start to reform, and you can actually pull them out with a pair of um, tweezers and that. And um, while they're still warm, just like squeeze them together, and you can like manipulate them into. There's there still be a little bit of gap. But it's a lot better than what. You would have worn in dip them straight into ice cold water and they go hard yeah so, so I, I'll, I'll tackle those and i've i've got enough for i think probably two regiments of the older mm. stormwind cavalry but interestingly i've heard in the clash of kings book there's a new unit for the elves mm. uh and i forget what they're called but they're essentially a mounted lance mm. uh, yeah, uh, unit and these old elves have got lances, so I'll, I'll probably use those, yeah, uh, for this new unit. Uh, but obviously, I'll, I'll wait until see what the Clash of King, King's book says. But yeah, so uh, the I've, I'm going with this ice theme, so um, sort of icy blue, uh, 
blended up to a, a white. I say blended. It's generally all uh, dry brushing. Um, so. Explain, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? Dry, Nothing dry wrong brushing with it, and dry <laughs> You see. On my night stalkers, they're literally it's all like contrast paints and washes and yeah, you know what I mean, technical paints, all this like GW. I think I used a lot. What's this one? I've been I've been using a lot of this hex ray flame oh, yeah. washes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm 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 quite happy with them. They are a bit of a speed paint army. So uh, they they are on the on the drawing board and also because tomorrow. Uh, is dead zone launch day mm-hmm. dead zone third edition launch day 25th of october um i've made a start on some forge fathers oh nice so i'm i'm getting them painted i'm using contrast paints for those yes uh just going with the uh color scheme that mantic have uh, mm-hmm. done theirs in so that sort of creamy brownie colored i suppose mm-hmm. uh with some brass or bronze highlights and a bit of a red accent so i'm very yeah. happy with those but i'll get enough for a strike team uh, for them don't need very many for a Porsche no. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna wait until the uh, i get the book in my hands to see exactly yeah. what i need uh, but i've done two or three test models and i'm very happy with there them, should so. be some um, nameless wing in their way too um yes i'll talk about that with you offline excellent <laughs> But yes, winging the way. So, uh, right, that's my hobby. Uh, oh, the uh, thing is, I'm just about to finish reading Steps to Deliverance. The, Brilliant. That is a very good book. I'm trying to think of the author. Is it Mark Barber? Or I think it might be Mark Barber uh, through uh, Winged Horse Publishing. Uh, anybody yep. who likes Mantic must surely be reading these novels and supporting the production of them so that more get produced because very are, good book that one i got quite yeah they are really good did you ever get re- some of the other ones um they've got um oh so there's one with the naiads isn't there oh. drown secrets drown I, bought, Secret. I bought the hard copy of that the physical oh copy yeah of i need that to get my hands on that at some point and there's also a dreadful one as well isn't there yes last so hurrah yeah yes, I've, I've read that i've read that um so um and uh, did you ever read the Dead Zone, uh, Dead Zone Warpath book, First Strike? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That very was really good book. Like, very good book. And I'm led to believe there's a sequel on the way. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I heard that as well. That. So, yeah, that will be very exciting. That will be very exciting. So, yes, uh, getting some reading done. Uh, looking forward to getting Dead Zone 3 in my hands sometime this week. Uh, you pre-ordered as well mine's pre-ordered but mine won't be arriving for a while yet and i won't be actually getting my dirty mitts on it until christmas i'm afraid it's a christmas present um that will be coming my way so brilliant good so good. yeah as i said i'm mainly focusing on kings of war at the moment so that's yeah. really my main focus and it give me something to look forward to for the new year i think yes well there's only so much time so many exactly. games so so many games not enough time as that i haven't really got much de- on the dead zone front to actually paint I've, I've had a bit of sort round and clear out and and sort out what i want to keep what i want to stay what i want to um make switch strike teams i want to take further on and which ones i didn't and you know what i mean and which stuff i want to add to the new especially when like the new plague stuff comes out really yes. excited about it new murder birds murder birds oh it's the only <laughs> thing from the old um plague army that i haven't got 
right. was murderous. I've got everything else, mm. every single model from the plague in the special characters, everything, but I could never ever get my hands on your murder bird. So I'm pretty excited for the new plague stuff to come out. I saw they some murder my... birds in the flesh yesterday. Oh, can't wait to get my hands on Can't remember. Murders. I think they must have been Chris's, I think, Chris Evans. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I'd certainly like to get some of those myself. But Okay, mate. Well, I think that should do us for episode one of Play Nice Radio. I keep wanting to say play it nice. It's play nice radio. Play nice radio. Play nice. Nice. Play no- nice. Nice. Uh, and hopefully we'll be back uh, towards the end of November. Um, Excellent. Yeah. With a review of the Clash of Kings uh, book, uh, an elf list building studio, and a chat about Dead Zone 3, because I will be opening mine. <laughs> and yes. teasing you with all the juiciness. Oh yeah. All right, Steve. Thanks Looking very much. For your ta- yes, me too, mate. Thanks very much for your time. And no uh, problem, anybody who may have listened to this, thanks for listening. See you on the other side. <laughs>